pick back up, I guess, from where where you left off. And I think it's it's so trippy when I'm having these conversations because you know there's there's such a almost a pattern with you know people who do venture off and try to build their own thing, but they always seem to be. And certainly the episodes that we've been filming and we've been the guys we've been talking to, there's always a core. Mm. You know, one, two, three, four people, whatever it yeah, may be. Yeah, yeah. But there's always a core that genuinely believe and see the vision, and genuinely again want to help. Yeah. And I think you know that it, it's it's almost in every story it, it feels like you know you you kind of have that self doubt, which I think everyone suffers with. Everyone yeah. has, uh, and like you said, in this particular instance, you know, your sister was was the battery that you needed to you know, kind of energise you to be like, nah, like, I, I believe in you. I genuinely think you can do this. So, yeah, yeah, yeah. nah, yeah. that's that's super, that's super, super dope to hear. So, once you, you kind of got, you know, things, I wouldn't say up and running because you mentioned something earlier um, about, you know, having another job and delivering pizzas. And I think, I had this conversation um, in the latest episode we just released with um, a, a super dope woman called Deja. And, you know, she was talking about paying your dues. She was talking about uh, referencing, you know, how at times you have the vision, mm -hmm. but you definitely have to do things that's a bit, I guess, unorthodox, whether it's, you know, working for free, whether it's mm -hmm. basically just doing things, anything to get where you need to go to. So yeah, yeah, yeah. what was that period or how long did that last, actually, that period where you were kind of in that building phase we still are now to be honest with you. <laughs> <laughs> it's a yeah. pretty sweet building to be nah, but you know yeah Dean is right man and I've always been I believe that you know um, creativity beats adversity mm. so like and I've, I'm going to coin that phrase I'm sure it's my quote <laughs> uh, there's a post of me writing it on like seven eight years ago but I always knew that um, in these times of not knowing how you have to be creative in order to beat the adversity yeah. that you that you find, um, so for me it was like we got the keys and I actually left my job, which I was, I was managing a shop in Predit in Anderson called Predit Nutrition. At that time, I left my job and think, I think it was like December two thousand and seventeen, mm. and I was like, we'll be open, we'll be open like next month, like, yeah. which is February, well, January, February two thousand eighteen. Um, and then we didn't open till March 2019. Wow. So it's like, it was every day just either calling people, writing things, communicating, trying to get the keys. But plus Jeez. the building work was going on and on and on and that was extended by like six months and stuff like that. So it went on for, yeah, it took us, yeah. it took us a long time to open. Yeah, it took us a long time to open. It's yeah. a process. Yeah, it's a process, man. And it's like, for me, I was just like so headstrong with actually mm. getting there and opening. And it's like no matter what, no matter what, literally, uh, there's a poem by by uh, Charles Biskowski, and um, which is like uh, it's like go all the way. Mm. And that's kind of I don't know if any of you use the bathroom in my in my shop, but there's like a little quote in, in the bathroom. Gonna have to go um, in there now. <laughs> <laughs> but it's literally like it, the the essence of the poem is just about no matter what. Like even if you lose your house, your girlfriend, your leg, like <laughs> no matter what, yeah. like literally no matter what, and that was my mindset. Um, and even times where like, me and my partner were not homeless because we was moving, living 
different people's house, but we didn't have a home. Yeah. And I remember saying to her, babe, we're going to have to sleep here, you know. We said we like we, we generally might have to sleep in this empty shelf for a few months. Um, wow. And she was like, yeah, sweet. <laughs> and she was like, yeah, sweet, man. And honestly, my, my partner, she's always in the background, but like, again, she deserves the highest amount of credit for and praise for what she's helped me to achieve. Mm. Um, Oh, but yeah, sorry, I'm yeah, no. digressing. If you let me chat, I will chat. <laughs> no, you have to. That's that's what it's all about, and and I suppose you know a lot of the time, like you said, the people who are in the background, you know, they're the ones who are championing us. They're the ones who are pushing. They're the ones who are motivating. Yeah, um, and probably make it a lot easier, you know, mm-hmm. for you to go out and create and produce and mm-hmm. you know bring that vision to life. You yeah. know, so definitely all the credit is due. I, I suppose. And this is often something that I reference on the on the show as well, which is, you know, people often see, you know, Raf today and think, oh, mate, he's he's so lucky. Mm. You know, look what he's, <laughs> look, look what he's achieved. And, yeah. and I was like, it's always a, a very, very long overnight success, yeah, yeah, you know. Yeah. And just, we haven't obviously got to the present day yet, but even from that tiny description of, you know, bouncing around, you know, with mm. your partner, you know, things taking almost two years it sounds like to mm. open up and stuff like that um and, and i i know you referenced it before about the mindset but mm-hmm. you know were there were there periods of of doubt were you ever like you know this this might not happen for me yeah yeah there was but i, I always had to come back to center man there were periods of doubt but there was some that was some really Really low times, to be honest with you, really dark times. They're like, I, I still remember like just being stood in the shop, completely empty, nothing's in there. I'd be, I'd be in tears and I'd be shouting at the top of my voice that like, I will get this open, mm. basically. And But I do that when I felt to myself, you know what, this is getting too much, I can't do it. And then something would just click in like, and it just start, I just start, you know, saying to the universe you are going to bend to my will you're going to break before I break yeah. basically love that um, but yeah there was doubts but it's like there was doubts but then something would come up like you know um, I don't know just the smallest of things would come up that would keep you going if that mm-hmm. makes sense whether it was a conversation with a complete stranger whether it's your partner or whether it's your family member but I always overrid the doubts basically mm-hmm. No, I, I love that, and, and I think if we look at it, you know, from the lens of, like you mentioned in the poem, you know, basically just don't ever give up, just keep going. I think it's that mentality and a lot of time that mindset that really yeah. separates, you know, those people who do go on and achieve, you yeah. know, their dreams, whatever aspirations they have, versus those who are like, yeah, this road is a bit too too rocky for me, and I yeah. might just tap out, you know. Yeah. Yeah, and it gets like that, man. And I think the hardest thing is is, is sometimes you have to walk with so much faith. Like, mm. you you don't necessarily know how, but you just got to, for me, you just got to like, keep going, basically. Yeah. Um, and I think that you do get the just rewards eventually. Um, but yeah, there was this... I don't know if you've been to Dawn Shop. Dawn Shop on Hume High Street. No, I think that was yeah. another turning point um for me um yeah i remember just going in there one saturday afternoon this is still while we was trying to crack on and there's an, again a lady sat there 
and she started doing some Reiki and whatever. And so I seen a little reading out of £10, five minute reader. Oh, it's sweet, that's a bit of me, I get involved. <laughs> um, and then even that conversation I had with her, she, she was like, look, you can't see it yet, but you, what you're trying to achieve is going to fly. It just depends on you. You need to stay the course. Wow. Um, and again, like, that just helped me garner so much strength. I'm, some people have asked me to do a conference um, in February about like spirituality and business, and I feel like so many people will benefit more if they open up to spirituality. Because if I don't have conversations like this, where this lady's talking to me about my, my, my nanny who passed away when I was very young, when someone can tell you something like you, when your nana passed, when you, something about your nana that oh, nobody would know, you yeah. can't Google it. And then they can then turn around and say, what you're on the right path, keep going. That level of confidence you get from that, wow. it's just crazy. Like, And I keep saying to people, like, no. people, we need to incorporate spirituality as much as you can, mm. in my opinion. Um, yeah, wow, that's impressive. I, I think there's a common theme, and like I said, I wouldn't give her too much credit, but I do, excuse me, I do kind of, understand from the perspective of having that faith because my mum you know she'll say it all the time she'll be like you know I've prayed for you like 10 times today yeah you know I've just left the house came back and she's like you know I pray for you I pray for your brother like mm. every single day and like strong prayers you yeah, know? yeah she's yeah. she's obviously a woman who is heavy into her faith and heavy into God and believing as well and you know I, I do I do agree with you in terms of the spirituality side of things because mm. I think a lot of the time it probably goes beyond just the physical, you know, what you can see, stuff mm. that you can touch. Like, a lot of the time, especially, I guess, in entrepreneurship, you just don't know what's around the corner. Yeah. So what's that belief that's going to keep you going? Mm -hmm. You know, and these were, I guess, little signs along the way that probably were exactly what you needed probably at the time as well. Yeah, 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 yeah. 100%, man. And it's like, everything was just... Everything, when I look back... At so like the opening show, everything just came at the right time. Mm. Like always, just before it gets too much. Always mm. just before it gets too much. And it's like <sighs> one of the most poignant parts for me, or, or probably one of the most, I guess. Um, I'm trying to stay strong in my masculinity <laughs> right now, secure in my masculinity. Let it out, my but guy, let it out. I'll be honest with you, um, I don't think anybody knows this. My older brother, why does? Because I, I'm, once I, when we opened the shop, I wrote them all cards, gave them some stuff just to say thank you, and I actually really got into how much that helped me. Um, wow. But yeah, I still remember like... Um, driving to work as this all it's up in shore and it's always like you're always driving on these like real snake path type roads mm -hmm. and um yeah as i'm driving it's just like every thought is like just keep going straight mm -hmm. or like turn into a lorry or like real 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 low low parts and these times I'm driving to work and I've just finished at the shop again I must have I've never cried so much in my life to be honest with you in that terms of that period that I opened the shop wow and I'm driving like tears are coming out I'm super stressed and every lorry that goes past I'm contemplating like turning into it and then my, like, my mum calls me 
just like at two o'clock in the afternoon, and she, she calls me. And again, the conversation was here when 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 your mum called you, and I had a conversation with her, and that was quite like, look, just have faith, you'll mm. get there, you'll get there. And by the time I got off the phone to my mum, because I was driving on the phone, by the time I got off the phone to my mum, I was at work. Do you get what I'm saying? So it's like, wow. if my mum doesn't call me, and me being, that was probably the lowest point I've ever been in my life. But if my mum doesn't call me at that point, I genuinely don't know where I'd be because I was at that point where, like, I'm having to stop myself, mm. if that makes sense. Yeah, yeah. I'm having to not do something as opposed to trying to do something. Mm. So, yeah, so, like, again, in terms of, like, your question, um, little things will come up. Mm. And for me, that was obviously a little big thing that would um, yeah. that came up for it's me huge. that I can look back and be like... Yeah, actually, you know what? If this person didn't say this to me at that time, if I didn't go to that at that time, if I didn't go get this job at that, all these little things yeah, yeah. just help keep you yeah. on the straight now. Yeah, yeah now, and again, you know, every chapter almost, I want to label it as in your story. You know, this seems to be, again, adversity, but you're just overcoming it, you know? And I think, you know, this is where your faith probably plays a, a real big part in your in your journey because you know it seems like when you are met with mm. I don't know what should I do now you know everything just seems lost like you said that conversation when your mum lasted exactly the amount of time it took you to get to work mm -hmm. you know mm -hmm, mm -hmm. and you driving along that road and having those you know deep dark thoughts about mm -hmm. you know what you want to do like that's mm -hmm. just incredible you know mm -hmm. that she rang you at that time because like you said, had she not, you know, no yeah. telling whether you would, um, you would make that journey. Yeah, but I think, but we all go through. These, we all do definitely all go Absolutely. through these things, man. And it's um, um, it's unfortunate that some people probably don't don't have anyone that even wants to ring them. And that's I can't, I'm just blessed that you're saying I've got a very loving mum, a very loving partner. So it's kind of like, you know, I, I was probably. I was probably never not going to succeed, basically. Mm. Although I still feel like I'm still trying to succeed. Yeah. When I look at, like, I guess my mum, my partner, and, like, one or two people around me, I I didn't realise at the time, but I knew now that I had probably enough just to get there. Yeah. Um, and then just, like, things just just, just fell in, fall into place. But, look, it is what it is. And honestly, that poem, like, it's, it's, one, of the, it's one of the most... Definitely strongest thing. Yeah, the toilets when I go back to home. I'm, <laughs> I'm definitely going in. Honestly, when you watch it, it's not, depending where you are mentally. Mm. Sometimes you listen to it and you probably laugh because it's real, like it's real, like theatrical in how he speaks. But when you're looking for something to help give you the, the strength mm. to keep going, those words were like, they were like gold, worth more than money. Those words for me. Wow. Um, and I, any like I send it to my friends or. Anyone I see that's trying to do something, I say, look, watch this, and then apply that to your work effort or to your determination. Yeah. So for me now, anything that happens, I, I it, unless I'm dead, bankrupt, or in jail, mm. like where I can't do anything, and I won't be in any of those positions anytime soon, um, then I'll just keep going no matter what. 
Yeah, no, I love that, and you know, this is why I was, you know, very patient. Let's say in, uh, in waiting to get, yeah. you know, a bit of your time um, because I think there's so many, and we touched on it earlier in the in the show. There's so many, you know, youngsters, you know, like you, like me, mm-hmm. come from similar environments, you know, been exposed to similar things, mm-hmm. uh, but oftentimes it doesn't go the way that you know probably yours turned out, mm-hmm. you know, and I think it's so important to hear this story to hear your journey to the messages that you've you know basically shared with us today and, and being so vulnerable you know because you know like you said we're in this day and age where you know the tough guy and you know trying to put on this front and stuff like mm-hmm. that but like you said you know you probably get a lot more from it from really embracing you know and being authentic to who you are yeah um, as opposed to putting on the front or whatever the case is so hopefully this resonates with you know a few people out there and make some you know maybe see things a bit differently hopefully yeah man like people will take from this conversation what they will yeah and i'm kind of like again in a space now where i'm okay with that man like yeah. people have their opinions and they'll say what they want but generally like when i speak i'm happy with one out of a hundred basically mm. i'm happy with one out of a hundred i'm happy with one out of any number because that means whoever's tuning in watching this for them this is this is their this might be their moment where my mum called me Mm. if that makes sense and um, yeah 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 super dope man (laughs) I, I suppose one of the things I wanted to you know get your perspective on because I know you do a lot of stuff um in terms of mentoring you know young people and and doing work in the community as well and i think you know that for me is probably one of the things that you know i'm a bit more involved with you know and trying to you know give back and speak to people as much as i can um for my own journey um in in any way shape or form um but it's something that we spoke about off camera um and you were saying now you are in a position where you know you're entrepreneur you're business owner the stigma or the perspective you know, that people have of, I guess, you or who, um, what what space you should occupy as a black man, mm-hmm. you know, is very different to how people perceive, you know, what uh, a businessman should look like, should act like, should talk, should dress. Yeah, Can yeah. you expand on that? Because I found that pretty interesting because I've, I've experienced that myself, number mm-hmm. one, and other people that I know who are in business, um, who are obviously black and ethnic, as well minorities and they've literally had you know very very similar experience so can, can you share that story uh to put it simply people look at me and think i'm dumb mm. pretty much <laughs> like i don't know if i don't know if that's my insecurities but that's my uh, impression of the conversations i've had mm. it's um people don't feel like someone like me can create um, a business, a coherent business, basically. Yeah. And so, no, any time I go to meetings, etc., unless they know it's me, they don't know it's me, basically. Mm. Um, and there's, this, this, again, like several examples, like um, where I've turned up at places, going to meet somebody, but they just can't comprehend that the person they spoke to on the phone or over emails is me and it's like there's been several times where I've had to say to somebody more than once no, that, no I am Raf 
Like, I am Raphael. I'm the person. I am the actual boss here, basically. Mm. But without actually using those terms, like even when you say like businessman and entrepreneur, it's still just kind of like it doesn't really. Yeah, that's just me though. I'm just more like I'm just me, basically. Mm. Like I'm just me, and I feel like I guess if I had to check a box, some would, people would say obviously I'd check business, I'd check entrepreneur. But I guess I'm just I'm just an individual who's like able to create some stuff and can like be semi-coherent like with my vocabulary and, and maths and I make it work the best I can but yeah oh, that's, and I think you know the reason why that was important again for me to hear and probably for you to share with the audience is because our lived experience is so much of that mm-hmm you know, and there's so many people listening who probably have had instances where, you know, they don't have to be a business owner, mm-hmm. but to walk into a room, to dress a certain way, to speak a certain way, there's an automatic, you know, kind of uh, narrative or, mm-hmm. you know, look that comes with that. Yeah. And a lot of the time it's, you know, hindering, you know, yeah. to a lot of us, you know, and probably the opportunities and, and positions that we can hold yeah. to actually influence change. Mm-hmm. But because of who we are, how you may look, how you may talk, immediately people have, you know, an yeah. instant perception. And, you know, it's, it's a shame and, and quite sad because <laughs> we're, we're pretty fucking intelligent people. Of course, <laughs> man. And we're highly capable individuals and, 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 and beings and, and community. But, you know, a lot of these, a lot of people who hold positions where they can open doors, they need to understand the programming that they've had. Unfortunately, I've I've managed to build some relationships with one or two in certain positions mm. that are not necessarily from my community, and it's kind of like I can have honest conversations with them, and <clears throat> they can probably see their own prejudice that's not not so conscious basically their prejudice is rooted in their subconscious because everything mm-hmm. that they've been taught or every movie that they've watched or every book or whatever it is yeah. they, or news what they've watched it's, it's always depicted people differently so that's changed that's taught them to see that things a certain way yeah. um, but I feel like when I'm trying my hardest to elevate myself to be in certain positions to be able to um, have these conversations with people to say um, you need to relearn what you, mm. you what you see as um, acceptable because like you know your perception your perception on what matches your idea of competence doesn't only benefit one particular community generally in the UK and that's a dangerous basis to to work from so it's kind of like I think the more I guess our generation I feel I do really feel like we're opening doors and breaking down conversations and I've had meetings now in my shop where you know you know people I'm speaking to all sorts of people with all sorts of prejudice and it's um, it's refreshing because it's starting to actually well, the ones I've spoke to, and mm. I starting to actually think, you know, actually, maybe my vision has been skewed in terms of what's competent. Because, yeah. yeah, that's important. But uh, like I said, if you don't stop me from talking, I'll keep talking. <laughs> no, no, I keep going. We, we need these gems, man. And I think, you know, to what you mentioned earlier, it's about unlearning. 
a lot of yeah. the stuff you know that yeah. they would have been exposed to even for us in our community as well the fact that you know we need to know and believe that we can accomplish and yeah. you know do ever or whatever we want to do yeah. you know we can get into these rooms we can open up doors we can be successful with our own people you know yeah, and yeah. not think that it's a scarcity mentality to yeah, where yeah. Mm. there's only enough for me yeah you know and i think that's so important to keep reinforcing those messages so you know absolutely you know i think your voice is necessary and just the experiences you've had those are things that i class as teachable moments to where mm -hmm. hopefully those people you're talking to they can go away and really just reevaluate yeah. and audit their own yeah. situations you know and hopefully become better it's not easy for them because it's like it's changing the whole these people are in the 40s and the 50s mm. like it's, they're already set in their ways semi so mm. it's like changing the whole it's making it's forcing people to go away and have a look at their whole life their parents differently their schooling differently and um, I remember having a conversation with somebody who was talking about um, their friend who was also in a certain position they was talking about I don't want to give too much away because I know this conversation was in confidence yeah yeah of course um, but they was talking about their friend who was like in, in, in their mid 30s uh, sorry mid 40s um, not wanting to go for a job because some of the questions were like they felt like that some of the questions they were looking for someone that wasn't white basically mm. and obviously this person was white so the conversation we had on the phone is gonna continue this week but it's kind of like this i'm a proponent of equal opportunities not necessarily equal outcome mm. basically but it's when that's the, I think that's the main issue for people like that is actually all of a sudden um, I don't really tend I'm not I don't really I'm not really um, all of a sudden I'm, I'm being asked questions that I might not have answers to that other people from different communities mm. do have answers to so the level the playing field's level so yeah. their response was like I might not even go for the job and then when they when the person said that to me and I've and I've said but you don't know how many jobs I've not gone for because. I felt myself when I was younger that um, um, I couldn't get because of how I looked and yeah. where I was from. We used to take my I used to take my uh, address off my CV. Wow. Um, I used to what else I do? I used to take my address off my CV. I used to um, sometimes I take my surname off. Although my surname probably benefits me, but I'd probably take my I say I take my surname off because um, I'd hope that. Like they would think like Raphael is somebody that they'd mm. want to hire yeah. in terms of like when you say Raphael you don't see me yeah generally yeah. but then I realized going to interviews I was realizing I realized that I've put all these things on my CV and um, they're gonna be shocked to see me basically mm. um, so I kind of tried to explain that to to this person I was speaking to that I, look what your friend is experiencing now is really what should happen to make the playing field level like mm. exactly yeah, if you don't stop me I'll keep talking <laughs> <laughs> no, I, I like it I do and I think that's a that's a, a key point and a good segue because I touched on it earlier in regards to and, and we spoke about it when we sat down as well you know your involvement in the community and yeah. you know mentoring and people being I guess 
you know, able to to come to you and speak to you, and, and yeah. even from you know the guys who I've met in the shop and, and work in the shop and giving them basically an opportunity as well. Yeah. Can you expand on that? Because I think that's you know again another aspect of your journey and kind of how you're giving back yeah. that I really find quite impressive. <laughs> I just believe we've got to be able to create our own privileges, man. Mm. It's like everyone who works with me or works with me. Um, based on how they got the job with me, um, would mean that they're privileged, basically. Mm -hmm. um, and if, if we can expand that model, so I'm now at the top of, say, I don't know, IBM or whatever big company, or, uh, then those privileges will, will be far-reaching. So for me, it's like, um, I lost my train of thought then, jeez, one second. But yeah, mental. Yeah, so for me, it was like, um, there's more to being for me it's like there's more to for me to be a, for me just to be a business owner and not be accessible to people that I know I would have liked to be accessible at their age mm -hmm. um, is is um, is a crime basically in itself to not at least provide opportunities where you can mm -hmm. so with the guys at work um, lost my train of thought Sean, uh, <laughs> Shane give me that question again roughly so nah, it, it was about the mentorship but I, I suppose the reason why you know I mentioned that is because you know the whole point of the show is is to bring others along yeah yeah yeah, right? yeah, yeah and yeah. you know I think it's super dope what you're doing in terms of getting the youngsters involved in, in your business but also yeah. that mentorship because it, it's it's invaluable yeah you know what your lived experiences can mm. do for someone who is coming up, who wants to look at you and see that inspirational figure. Yeah. And, you know, maybe they're going through some stuff, yeah. you know, in their life, in whatever capacity. I think it's super dope. They do have access to you. Yeah, well, it's, it's tangible for them, isn't it? It's like, I think we spoke about in the shop in terms of, like, some um, jobs that people in my community mm -hmm. won't even know existed because yeah. they're just not in that... They're just not in that area where those sorts of jobs are spoke about. Yeah. So when, like... Um, we go. We had uh, two young boys come in the shop and say, "Oh, money, and they want to be chefs, etc." They came. They 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 come to their parents has got in touch with me, or they came to me simply because um, I look like them, mm. and they can. It's time if they can see me do this, then they know that they can also do it. Or they might not consciously think that, but subconsciously they'll they'll see that. Well, I don't have to be. I'm pretty much from the same cloth as him and he's doing that so obviously it means it's capable for me mm -hmm. sometimes like from my own experience working in I worked in a call centre once and you know you see like the, the owners or whatever walk through with the suits and whatever and you think to, and I still have memories of thinking to myself well, how do I be like that but it's it's um, difficult for me to be able to um, relate because that person lives a completely different life yeah. they look completely different to me yeah. whereas I can sit down with Zayo and Manny I have my hoodie on and we can talk and eat they understand everything I'm saying and I'm not trying to I'm not trying to um, um, be overly compl complicated with them and trying to you know um, my approach with them is very sort of like supportive and yeah. and um, open with them then it's it's gonna increase their um, chances of success in my opinion because like I say it's tangible they can like, I am them they are like me if that makes sense yeah. no 100% no, I think it's super relatable and 
you know, you hit the nail on the head in terms of a lot of the time we're almost ridiculed for how we dress, how we talk, you know. Yeah. Um, when I think the opposite should be happening where you just show up as your authentic self. Yeah. You know, you are who you are mm -hmm. uh, because of who you are. If that makes sense, yeah, yeah, yeah. you know what I mean. So when they see you, you know, like you said, doing hoodies, trainers, whatever, mm -hmm. that's relatable. You yeah, know? Yeah, yeah, if you probably came through with, you know, a three-piece suit, uh, and you know, just probably acting completely out of pocket, they're like, yeah. "He's this guy." Yeah, yeah, yeah. And yeah. I think that the message then gets lost because of the image. Yeah, you know. So it's you know, like the, the saying goes, I guess, put the the medicine in the candy you know for, mm -hmm. for people so hopefully mm -hmm. those guys who you are mentoring you're speaking mm -hmm. to in the community you know you are a figure that number one they can reach out to they can touch they can yeah. feel but they can actually see the progression yeah you know from where you were when you mm -hmm. were 14 15 to you know yeah. where you are now which is super yeah. dope and they can have that conversation with me man it's kind of like um yeah Sorry, go on. <laughs> no, go on, go on. no, no. I know we're we're obviously you know kind of getting um, a lot of information, but I don't want it to get lost in terms of the actual business, you yeah. know. And, and obviously, you know, the armor store and yeah. we talked the first about time you mentioned the armor store. By the way. <laughs> I think the we first talk, time you mentioned. I think we talked store. about it a few times, but no, nah, I, I think you know I definitely don't want to get it lost because it is certainly one of my favorite places to go to. Yeah. You know, food and to be fair, the whole vibe of the places is. is you know, it's top notch. So, you know, do you want to just kind of, you know, expand on what the store is all about? You know, the services, the products you guys do. Yeah, I'm a store. It's, it's like it's hard to put in a box. Yeah, I was thinking that. It's, hard, it's so hard to put in a box. And like, even again before we open, and I speak to people, and it's like, yeah, but what is it going to be? And I say, well, the concept is it's conceptless. Like, yeah, but you need a concept. Yeah, it's, the concept is conceptless. Like, <laughs> like we. We're whatever it needs to grow into be. Mm. So at the moment, like, you know, we do have, I've seen customers come in literally just to look at the art. Yeah. So for them, it's an art gallery. Um, obviously, we've got independent brands in there. We sell plant-based Jamaican food. Um, it's just, it's a kind of hope, like, I'm trying to create a 360 model where all of our products, everything, everything that we can sell will be from within our community. Um, oh. Not necessarily just the black community, mm. but it would be options, that, but obviously there's space for the black yeah. community um, and those from deprived areas. Um, but it's, it's it's an evolving machine. It's, it's, an, attent it's an entity of its own. Mm. Well, legally it is as well, but it actually is an entity <laughs> of, its, of its own, basically. Um, and I've got two pages. I've got Rafa Armour Store and Armour Store. Mm -hmm. My, my um, Instagram pages. But um, I keep explaining to people on my Rafa Armour Store, like, me and the business, obviously I'm driving the business, yeah. but the, I'm allowing, I'm being led by the business as well. Mm -hmm. So in terms of like, you know, when we first opened, it was just meant to be like a cultural hall in the borough. And then we started mm. doing like some soups and people wanted meals and like, you know, we, was, we was making some homemade pies and then people were more coming in for the, people just walking straight in, not looking at anything, coming for food. So it's like, all right, so we need to adapt. So we adapted. So in terms of like, you know, to answer your question, um, Armour Store is just, um, 
it's a space. Yeah. It's it's like it's just it's a culture. space. One hundred percent. It's no. just space. and that's why I see the vibe is you know is it's such a vibe when you go in. There's music, like you said. There's obviously I like the fact it's plant based and you know hundred percent healthy. And I think one of the reasons when we when we sat down before was you know wanting to put something in the community that's yeah. you know first of all of value to yeah. the community you know yeah. not something that's unhealthy liquor shops the usual mm-hmm. you know bs that they kind of chuck into our communities but yeah. more so how can you get our people eating healthy you know yeah. how can they make sure they're educated on mm-hmm. eating healthy mm-hmm. and really looking after themselves so yeah you know i think it's a staple and, and a necessity in yeah. my opinion well yeah it's just it's just providing an option for people like mm. you know we've got a liquor store next door man but it's like you know if it's accessible to the community yeah um i didn't know about unicorn groceries till i was about maybe what 23 24 maybe and they've been gone for like 26 years but it's like you know um good options should be accessible to everybody irrespective of where they're from um and that's what that's what armor store armor store is about man we most a lot of our customers still eat meat a lot of our customers you know obviously still are just a normal human beings but the fact that they can come in and for their lunch they can have something that's fairly clean plant-based um for me is, is 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 a plus because it means like you know, there's slight adjustments that are happening. Yeah. Um, but if we wasn't there, what, yeah. what else would they be exactly. consuming? Your local, your local chippy, which is, uh, <laughs> yeah, you know, a whole yeah. different different vibe um, in comparison to Armour. Now, look, Raf, I think it's, you know, and I've told this, you know, to you uh, when, when we sat down, I think your, your story alone was, you know, super, super, mm. super intriguing to me and, and super inspirational to be honest, on, on many different fronts. But what really impressed me was, you know, and I think it probably comes down to that poem that you mentioned, but the fact that you kept going, yeah. you know, because I can't, I can't fathom what mindset you must have had at those times when yeah. you were, like you said, at your lowest, at your darkest, and mm-hmm. the experiences you've gone through, mm-hmm. you know, to come out on the other side, you know, if you will, and sit here today and share this with you know the audience and mm-hmm. anyone listening, anyone watching. You know, I think that for me is yeah, why I wanted to sit down and create this mm-hmm. whole show because it's people like yourself, you yeah. know, that are making it probably easier for me to, in a lot of ways, um, bring others along. Yeah, you know, make sure we can get more youngsters, more young kings, more young queens mm-hmm. on the right path, and hopefully, you know, hearing your story, you know, sharing your lived experiences. Yeah are hopefully some of the triggers that they need at, at, at those low points in their lives as well. Yeah, so, yeah. And I think, yeah, for you summed it up um, beautifully as, you know, as only you would know how to. Um, <laughs> Appreciate that. Um, <laughs> but yeah, that for me, that's always my take-home message. Even I spend a lot of time on the phone to other business owners and stuff. Mm. And it's always like, that's just the, the number one take home for me. Like, it's no matter what happens, mm. like, no matter what happens, literally anything, um, keep going. Unless you decide it's genuinely something you actually don't want to do. Mm. But if you want to do it and everything else is just a cop out, then you keep going no matter what. Yeah. And that's it. And yeah, if people can just take that one little, of all the, 
<laughs> going around the houses I've done today and all the flipping bluster and philosophy I've imparted today is like if people can just take on one thing it's just keep going no matter what yeah that's it no super super dope message and you know it's a shame to end it you know but you know maybe we do a, a party because I'm sure there's going to be tons of people who are reaching out who are trying to get in contact you know I speak to people in London about the stores if it's in London and then they're just pissed off the fact that it's not in London so <laughs> I'm sure we'll get a few people up to Manny to check it out and yeah, um, yeah like I said it's a whole vibe you know if you haven't been um, Armour it's yeah you know eat healthy look good um, and catch a vibe whilst you're doing it mm -hmm. so definitely if you can you know check it out and, and the big man himself if he's there you know Hopefully he'll he'll spare a few words um, and a few gems course, man. as well. Of course, yeah, of course. No, appreciate I'm, it. I'm still learning myself though. That's also important. Yeah, I'm still like, uh, well, then again, I probably don't think I'll ever stop. And it's so he's trying to sum it up, me, and I just really no, 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 I just, absolutely. He's coming to a close, <laughs> and I just got in there. We'll keep going. Nah, I think you know my my only I guess point, and I think you mentioned it actually. The, the key takeaway is you know, and even for me, that's an important message because there are times when you know doing this, you know, and trying to get you know the right people, and and you know trying to articulate you know why you know I even want to sit down with you and have a conversation. You know, it's not necessarily personally for my benefit you know but I think there's so many people in our communities who have done and are doing extraordinary things and have really inspirational you know journeys and it's only right that those are shared because it's only yeah. through sharing those journeys that we can get better yeah you know yeah. So. and it's a beautiful thing that you're doing honestly creating this sort of platform um for people like myself to just to, to, to speak and you know, shining the light on 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 certain businesses. I think it will only it, it will only help. You're 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 enabling the growth of many of many people that you probably I don't know. You might not realize. You might you may realize. I don't know. But I think this is like super important. And like I said, people have asked me to do stuff before, but it's always been quite superficial. But obviously, speaking with you and Leah, I, re I realized actually where where we're going, where you're trying to go with it. Yeah. And um, I'm probably gonna get the name of this podcast like put somewhere in the shop because uh -huh. that's what we're about, man. Bringing others along, bringing others along, man. And so, so yeah. Well, yeah. thank you very much for your time. Yeah. Thank you very much for having me. No, absolutely, man. Like I said, you know, this was this was worth the wait, and hopefully, you know, people who are watching, who are listening, you know, you've been as impressed with the story and you know ins inspired with the story as much as I have been mm -hmm. today a um, lot of gems a lot of life lessons <laughs> yeah. a lot of you know things that I think a lot of people can take away and apply to their everyday lives and hopefully you know it makes a difference in you know some shape or form um, to them but yeah on that note um, we'll, we'll wrap but one last question that you know I always put forward to the guests which is in sticking with the theme of bringing others along yeah. um, who would you recommend or you know kind of have on the show to bring along and maybe share some uh, stories like yourself interesting uh, on or off camera no pressure no no we can do it on camera because you know what when it's like four or five people just popped in some head straight away but there's oh, um, love that. there's a guy called Rob Crow. I don't know if you've heard of him Crow. Rob Crow and um also Otis Thomas and also Lerone Murphy but I'd probably go with one of those three mm. um, Rob uh, Crowland is 
the mind, I think, or the creator behind See My World. I don't know if you've seen much of that. They didn't market it very much. And I was on the phone to him the other day, and um, basically See My World is just like a Afrocentric festival that was it was amazing, but I didn't market it mm. um, very well. But I think if you just go on Instagram, you'll get the, yeah, the, yeah, the vibe yeah. a bit. But he, yeah, he's dope. And then Otis, Otis Thomas, he's... Um, always gets things in lots of so many different parties and he's always there trying to help bring others along he's helped me along he's helped me massively and he, he like, runs markets he's got a couple of businesses he's just uh, always time always is pretty sick to be Dope. fair Dope. yeah yeah, and, uh, yeah nah, and like you said you know that's the purpose of this you know I, I wouldn't be doing this selfishly just to you know sit down and talk to you <laughs> do you know what i mean it, it's definitely hopefully you know i can get more people who are willing you know to offer those um life lessons yeah. you know and, and take us on a journey mm -hmm. um via their own journey in hopes of you know inspiring and those who are coming after us and you know we just we just empower each other i think you know i say it all the time it's conversations for the culture but it really is conversations for the culture because mm -hmm. unfortunately not a lot of these conversations are being had in my opinion you know so hopefully this yeah, is more can be done yeah this is getting out to as many people so yeah we'll definitely tap in with those with those yeah, good yeah. brothers and you know hopefully we can sit down soon and, and make that happen perfect yeah definitely well we'll we'll plug um all of the the socials obviously for for armor making sure that people are aware of the good the good jamaican food um raf and his team are serving up um yeah. like i said it's a whole vibe there's artwork you know there's all types of you know, vegan products, healthy products. It's, yeah, if you can, definitely check it out. Uh, if you're ever in Manchester, I don't think it'll be difficult to find, but I'll make sure I put all the links and um, all the, I guess, locations, all that good stuff, so you guys can check it out. But, Raf, this was this was dope, man. I, I appreciate Thank you. you. Man. I really, really appreciate you doing that um, and being vulnerable, mm -hmm. you know, as you were today. So, yeah, guys, that's another one. Uh, appreciate everyone who's tapping in, who's, you know, sending all of the well wishes, people who are definitely, you know, taking value from the from the show. Um, but yeah, until next time, we'll uh we'll see you guys on the next episode. Perfect. Yeah. Thank you. Peace.